Okay, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers, and with me, I have... Dr. Carrie Spurdla. Catalina Bonds. Amy Sullivan-Ryan. Would you say that we are prepared, but we are unprepared? And I have a question this morning, but this is an opportunity for us to be together. We enjoy having our listeners. It's so great for you to join us. We're here at the dinner table, the breakfast table, the lunch table, the snack table. And this is where we talk about everything and nothing. It really is. So I bet you would love the question. Would you like the question for today? Let's have it. And I came up with this question because I was in yoga this morning. And I got to tell you, there was this moment. And here's the question. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I mean, all of us here, we have podcasts, we're lining them up, we're recording. And I thought, why am I saving 10 recordings to then publish three? And the first thought I had, well, it's because I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe there's something I shouldn't know about this. So let's have 10 recordings, then we'll save three. And, and somebody told me, but really, what are we waiting for? That's the question. I know personally, the moment you ask that question, what I'm waiting for is what I'm always waiting for. And that's to feel like it. (laughs) I got to feel good. Well, I'm always waiting for more information. Like maybe there'll be more information. Like if I just had some more information come my way, then it might change the direction of what I'm going to do. Well, what's the information that you're waiting for? I don't know. Like, that's just it. But I always just feel like there's like some information I'm floating out there in space that I'm just waiting for more information to come my way. Mm -hmm. Amy, you were like that when we were planning the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. As if we had the information. It was funny because when you sent us the message, I thought, why is she sending it? We don't know. (laughs) We're making it up. (laughs) I know. It's like we were waiting to be perfect, to be ready to know everything we need to know on how to do it. That's what I thought we were waiting for. And when John Marie said, let's just do it. I'm like, Oh, but that's okay. so funny, Catalina, because I've known you for a few years now. And that's kind of like usually what you're waiting for, for it to be perfect. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if we really look to see what perfection is, I remember I was in this course once and it started at nine o'clock. And then this person in the front of the room kept talking and talking and talking. And I looked at my watch and an hour went by. And then they said, And by the way, those who are looking at your watch, wondering when we're going to start, we already started. And that was the (laughs) moment I thought, wow, I have been waiting for my life to start. And at the time I was about 32 and 56. And I just went, oh, it started when I was born. And we know we've got listeners here. They can absolutely relate to something that we're waiting for. How many of you have waiting for the right amount of money in the bank, except Amy, of course, except Amy. (laughs) (laughs) How many of us wait for the money in the bank? Or maybe like what you were saying, Amy, just not the information, but when is it going to turn out? Or like when it clicks, that moment clicks for you. Like, that's it. That's what I was waiting for. 
You know what comes to mind is when we're waiting to be happy. When am I going to be happy? And I always go back to my boys, right? My two sons with autism taught me so much, but I remember being in the struggle of raising them. And I'm like, when is this going to be over? When will I have some peace? When will I have some quiet in the house? And I would catch myself and like, they would do something amazing. I'm like, this is the moment I'm waiting for. Just being with them in the moment. But how old are your boys now, Catalina? They're 28 and 30 years old. Okay, so is there anything you're waiting for something to happen with them so that you can get on with your life? I'm waiting for my younger son to accept the group home that he's in. I'm waiting for that. I, for me, I am still waiting for my, and bless her, she's listening to this podcast and parents out there who are listening to us. How many of us are waiting until our kids finish college? Oh, that's me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's me. And not just waiting for her to finish college, but waiting for her to settle into some sort of mindset that hasn't served any of us very well. But yet that's the direction I want her to take. She FaceTimed me yesterday and I come on, I hit the button. I don't know how it all transmits, but there's my daughter with this double piercing in her nose. And it was like, great. I sent you to the university. And so far now we've got nose piercings, three tattoos. And I'm thinking, how's your grades? How are you doing? This is her senior year now, right? And she wanted to shock me and she did. And in that moment, I realized I'm waiting for this whole thing to be over when she's going to stop exploring these things. And check this out. I'm so momming in that moment. I'm trying to figure out, okay, when she wakes up and realizes that it wasn't a good idea to put a double piercing in her nose that has rings meeting in the middle, will there be permanent damage? Will we be able to recover from that? Or is she going to be walking around with holes in her nose? Just in one moment, my mind was going there. And I realized I'm waiting for this girl to wake up to something. And what if it's just okay that her nose is double pierced? Maybe the world she's coming up in professionally, that won't matter so much. But this baby boomer can tell you that that would have been a no higher thing. (laughs) How did you deal? Like, did you say anything to her? Like, I'm sure I looked shocked, right? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just said, sweetie, that's really great. And then her roommate came up behind her and said something like, I talked her into doing it because she talked me into this tattoo. So I'm like, okay, ladies. And I just transmuted the thought and decided to just be with her and find out how it made her feel. I know how it made me feel. She's the youngest. So I've had enough experience with this guy's not to impose. But in that moment, I can tell you, I was just waiting for something, waiting for her to get it. Every FaceTime, Amy, I'm waiting for her to say, hey, here's what I realized. You were right. Right. But now let me ask you, Dr. Kerry, Catalina and Amy, those are our children who are adult children. But if we look for ourselves now, here we are in January. You know, who knows when we're going to put this particular podcast out. But let's say we're in January. It's the new year. What did we say we were going to do? What are the things that we didn't do last year? And what did we say we wanted to do? Oh, by the way, and Amy, here's what was so funny. We were waiting for you today. We were waiting for you at the dinner table. (laughs) And I couldn't help thinking, like, why are we waiting? What is she waiting for? 
But now, of course, you did get the information, right? You did get the information you needed to be with us today. I mean, I was wondering, why am I putting off publishing the podcast? Why am I putting off losing weight? Like, I'm not ready. There's always tomorrow, Jean-Marie. There's always tomorrow. Of course there's tomorrow. Don't you love tomorrow, manana? But we all agree tomorrow. But there is an agreement about certain things that we wait for. Such as, such as Amy. Yes, such as Amy. Or or sliding in at one minute too. (laughs) I want to just hear from what is it you put off that you now are no longer going to put off? Getting back into martial arts. Ooh. Yeah. That was the moment for me. Not like a resolution, ladies, not at all. And exactly what Jean-Marie is pointing to, why do I keep putting that off year after year after year? Yeah, why do you though? It was really clear. Something like I'm not who I used to be. I used to could deliver a front kick punch with lightning speed. Forget you, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Look at me, right? And, you know, I'm 58. So I had some conversation about, oh my gosh, my punch, you could probably see it coming. It's so slow, right? And all of that is only going to cause it to be slower. The lack of repetition, well, we're waiting you know. Punch. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anybody could move at this point, see it coming. So, you know what I did? I put myself in. I found my martial arts style and I registered and I decided to just go in it like day one. Forget who I used to be. This is it. I'm going to go in and just start. Yeah, we got to start where we start. I am drinking coffee and I'm listening to you, Dr. Carey, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I never do anything. I go wait for my coffee first. I got to take my first sip. But yeah. Yeah. But there is something even before the waiting for something. Isn't there something just before? But it sounds reasonable what you're saying. Each one of us, we're hearing it's the reasons we give of why we're waiting. Of course, because your punch now, we can see it coming. Or I'm waiting for retirement or I'm waiting for a certain age. Whatever it is we say, it seems reasonable. And we all have an agreement. I mean, if I said to someone, well, don't wait anymore. I think there are some things. I'm all over the place. Help me out, ladies. Help me out. I think okay. what Dr. Carey said earlier is about feeling like it, waiting for the motivation. Yeah. You're waiting for that. Well, that, but then also listening to you, Jean-Marie, just now, there's something I'm playing out in my mind that is giving me the hesitation. I see myself in martial arts and I'm wearing a bigger gi than the last time I practiced. <laughs> like it needs to look a certain way. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know, and then I started thinking, Amy, it definitely needs to look a certain way. Right. And then <laughs> I started thinking about my right knee, like, oh, wow, yeah, that's going to hurt <laughs> if I try and stretch it and raise it and all of that. And yet I'm looking at something that can make a difference with those aches and pains if I can stop imagining how horrible it would look. Well, I'm going to assert something here and I'm going to insert it. I say, no matter how big that, what is it, the belt, the gear, or is that the gear? Yeah, that's the gear. It's the kit, right? That you wear in your belt. Is it a little bigger than it was? 
Oh, a little is an understatement. <laughs> I used to be a single-digit like, size. I kind of love it when I run into my yoga and I'm the last one in there and the whole front row is available. You know, there's a whole big space. And there I go. I'm big, big me. I'm right in the front. Come on. I say I it. it takes a risk not to wait. It doesn't matter if it's a certain age, because I say even when you were starting karate or Amy was waiting for something or we are waiting for our kids to get out of college or like you were saying, Catalina, that waiting till he accepts a home. It's got to be a risky business to do what we have to do. How many of us say we're going to write a book and we don't? Because for me, I would rather not take the risk than to find out, no, it really is crap. You write a book yeah. and you, the, the only person who reads it is your mother, you know, and yeah. even then she doesn't read it. Or so, she's got some opinion about it. Yeah. I was about 18 years old and I, I was one of the founders for the Melbourne Fringe Festival that continues today. There was probably a few of us we were performing something. and. I thought, this is great. We're starting something. And I came out and there was about five people in the audience back when we founded the Melbourne Fringe Festival in Australia. And the first thing my mother said is, why did you have to look so ugly? (laughs) Oh, such a mom. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I can't remember what we do. We're probably doing some modern contemporary abstract theater something, you know. But it's a risky business. By the way, the Melbourne Fringe Festival in Australia is still going on today. It's, I mean, that was over 30 years ago, 35 years ago. But at the time, hey, we didn't know. This is probably better not to know. But as you get older or something, you start knowing something. But it does take a risk. So it's a risky business. Would you gals agree? Totally. Absolutely. So what is it we don't want to risk? Failure. Yay! Looking like an idiot. (laughs) Confirming we are. (laughs) Okay, that's really more like it. Exactly. Even my concerns about my kids. I realize in this conversation, it's not even about them. It's about me, right? And me wanting something. And that is that they don't embarrass me. (laughs) And my mother, at least she was honest about it. She used to say, don't embarrass me out there. <laughs> That's my you mother know? used to say, wait till we get home. I have I a story that, that I can't do it on my own. Like I need somebody to do it with me, right? Yeah. Like a husband, a boyfriend, a partner, a business partner. I have these ideas. I have these things that I want to do in life and I need someone to do them with me. They're too mm-hmm. big for just me to take on by myself. We want to know what that is, Amy. What what is? Well, well, we want to know what is it that you're waiting for? I'm waiting for a partner, for like what? a partner in life. That's what oh. I'm waiting for. And then <laughs> to do this stuff with me. Oh, and it's yes. like, oh, my gosh, that's what I'm waiting for. And there I am waiting and waiting. Oh, it's oh. perfect because how many it's of, perfect. It's <laughs> but how many of us, our listeners, we can relate to that. I'm going to have a much better time traveling if I had someone with me. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to go do it by myself. I don't want to go have all those experiences by myself. I want to take somebody with me. 
But that seems logical, doesn't it? I know. I want to do everything by myself. The moment other people get involved in it, then I lose something for it. This is the first time I've ever done anything and I was happy to be doing it with people. And I think it's coming from the same place, like in this conversation, where if I'm doing it with other people, then it's like I'm waiting for something. I don't know. I'm over here. I'm I'm working it out. But if we have the experience of waiting for something, and if Amy says, I'm waiting to travel or I'm waiting for a partner to, especially around life, I'm waiting to be happy. Like Catalina said, I'm just waiting to be happy. I'm waiting to be happy with my partner, without my partner, when I'm divorced, when I'm single. Dr. Carey, we're not going to include you because you're waiting to do it by yourself. So (gasps) I just get why, though. Oh, my gosh. When you said that, okay, audience, ladies, it's because for as long as I can remember, there's been somebody there. I've been a plus one since I was 16 years old. What's a plus one? Meaning there's always been some significant other around, a boyfriend. Oh, I was even a size. I was back to your karate outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's always just been somebody around. I have a question. You ready for this, ladies? I have a question. What is Catalina waiting for right now? Catalina, we want to hear from you. The listeners want to hear from you. I have the experience that I'm waiting for you to say something. You're waiting for me. Well, I was thinking about everything Amy was saying and then Carrie wanting the opposite of being alone. I'm going through a divorce right now and I have no desire to have anyone right now. But yet when I think about traveling, because I love to travel, I think I want someone with me. So I think Amy and Catalina wait? should now go traveling. Right. <laughs> but does it have to be a significant That's other? A it can be my girlfriends, right? It doesn't have to be someone significant other. So no, I'm not waiting for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted Catalina. But I actually got stopped when you said you're going through a divorce. So when we have listeners who are going through divorce or we're listeners who are thinking of divorce or there must have been something before that. I would say in many divorces. Oh, my gosh. We wanted a divorce before we got the divorce, I say. Oh, my gosh. That's a good point right there. I've been waiting to get divorced Hmm. for years. It's been in my mind that this isn't right. This isn't right. But no, divorce isn't the way. But there's something else. There's got to be something else. I can't see myself growing old with this man. But my children were growing up. I had to take care of that. So I'm waiting for them to grow up. I'm waiting for this phase to finish. And I didn't know when it was going to finish, but I was waiting. So what were you waiting for? And we're not just pointing at you because I've had a couple of divorces myself. I am currently married. I love my man. But there were times I was waiting because my second husband was so good at the computer. I had to still be married to him because he was. That thought occurred to me too. I'm like, he's my free techie support. (laughs) And I knew I was never going to learn this particular IT, the whole world of that. And I couldn't divorce because I was like, no, no, this guy is good. Yeah. And And then then can I support myself? I'm waiting for when I can support myself. I'm waiting for when I can break free and it'll hurt less for everybody. Oh, yeah. To have less impact on the family, the children. Yes. We wait to have less impact or we wait to have an impact. Yeah. 
an impact enough that it's going to make me make the choice. Okay, it's time. Stop waiting. Now's the time. And with both of you, like Jean-Marie was saying, sometimes it's what an individual provide, even not just a relationship, but an employer. There are people I talk to all the time and they're so unhappy in their career and they're waiting for something. They're not even actively looking for another position, but this one is filling some gap, like the computer husband. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I I so hope he's listening to this podcast. I'll make him listen to the podcast. I did appreciate him. He's the father of my daughter. And he was, he was extremely talented and it took such a risk. And it was practically embarrassing to say that I stayed in that marriage because he was good at the computer, but it was a risky business. And we can look at all facets of why we wait. One of the reasons I wait is I would rather not write a book or I'd rather not publish a podcast because it actually defers me from being disappointed. It's much easier. Even what you were saying, Catalina, about the divorce, it's it's even going through divorce because you're not divorced right now. I think you're still in process, right? At some point in the divorce, it's a possibility that you could forget about the divorce and be married again. You're like, you're still not divorced, but there's got to be something like, I don't want to be disappointed. And I'd rather experience failure every day than experience the big failure, which is the big disappointment. The big disappointment, though, the discovery that you really are all of the things you fear you are. <laughs> oh, seriously. Amy, <laughs> am I sitting in church here, Jean-Marie? <laughs> Did you like plan the sermon for me? <laughs> I am still married, Jean-Marie. <laughs> and I have been going through the world's longest non-divorce of I don't know how many years now, 10 years probably. We live in separate households for the last three to four years. It's odd. It works. We own a company together. We raise our kids together. We are friends. We are not divorced. And everyone around us says, why are you not divorced? And truthfully, I really cannot answer that other than the fact that a little bit of what Catalina said is there's an impact to the kids. And one of the impacts is that the same law that covers not testifying against your spouse in court also covers you cannot take your spouse to court for the way that you raise your children. So the moment that you divorce somebody, you can take them to court for if you don't like the fact that they feed the meat or don't feed the meat or anything else. But while you're still married, It's just a household disagreement and you can't take them to court. And so I can raise the kids however I choose at this point. And that's just the way it is. So So it's like a holding pattern. Yeah. It's like a holding pattern and it works. I say you probably need more information, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Probably need more information. Although my child had a million dollar back surgery last year in the middle of COVID in New York City that her father did not want to have happen and he could not legally stop me from doing it. That was a huge factor 
I'm going to interrupt because we have a minute before and I don't want to cut you off, Amy. We're going to continue this in our, we really thank the listeners and we just really appreciate you being with us. And what are you waiting for? We want to give you the message, like, what are you waiting for? And it's a crime, Amy, when anybody pushes up against anybody in our culture, we think it's right that you should be divorced. It's entirely up to you. Like, wouldn't you say in our culture, it's a crime when we say to somebody, stop waiting. You said you were going to, didn't you say you were going to, you told you there's an agreement, Yes, all of that. And even the other way today, I mean, I remember being young and having the argument with my grandmother. So we're going to continue this in our next episode. Amy, we will continue with the argument with your grandmother. We can't wait to hear that. So thank you for joining us. And we appreciate you being with us. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. Catalina Bond. And I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. See you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.